The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Clean Nation. Mike Campion here with the esteemed Jared Robinson um, from somewhere in South America, as is his custom. Um, anyway, today we are, I don't know, a settle is probably too strong a word. We're here to discuss the, I don't want to say longstanding, I don't know how long it's been around, but Google. There's uh, our friends at Google. You can do pay-per-click. You can do LSAs, local ser- service uh, advertisements. And I think there's, I know there's some confusion in the community around that. So Jared's got expertise in that. My job today is just going to be ask a bunch of questions and um, then scream at Jared when he says anything I don't like. And, uh, but before that, Jared's, <laughs> Jared, instead of my joke laughing, Jared's nodding like, yeah, that sounds, yeah, that I don't, right. oh, that was funny. I don't get it. That just sounds like a Tuesday to me. <laughs> um, anyway, the only other thing I want to, the only thing I want to do to lay this foundation is um, I love being specific on the podcast because we can kind of get deep into some, what I would say are important things. The thing I don't like is sometimes context is missed. So let me set a little context first, and then we can kind of dive in and not over or underestimate the importance or power of the topic we're talking about today. So what I don't want is, okay, Jared said, all I need to do is run local service ads or pay-per-click and I will be rich. Uh, Couldn't be further from the truth. Um, So all of this has a big fat understanding that you know who your client is, you know what their pain is, you've got a decent offer, you know how to communicate effectively. So I want to be wildly clear, whether it's Facebook ads, pay-per-click, local service ads, TikTok, whatever new thing comes up, Snapchat, whatever old thing, new thing. If we don't know who our client is, what their pain is and how to communicate it, they're all worthless. Do not spend a nickel on not one of them. If and when you've got some clarity around what they want, who they are, and um some sort of funnel to be like, okay, give me a call or give me, you know, some way for them to reach out and turn a stranger into a lead, a lead into a bid, a bid into a sale. If you've got that now, the nuance around local service ads or direct mail, pay-per-click or Facebook becomes a valid conversation. But I think a lot of people hear this, get excited, skip all the important stuff and be like, Jared said local service ads, let's go, which is, I don't say recipe for disaster, but definitely a recipe for you calling or texting and a week later going, this sucks. I spent 500 bucks and you lied to me. So any other, uh, I don't say disclaimers, any other foundation we need to lay before we dive in? No, that's great. Okay, cool. Then let's just start with the easy peasy. What the heck is, and just for the rest of the podcast, LSA equals local service ad, PPC equals pay-per-click. Generally, we're just going to stick within the universe of Google. Um, We're recording this January, 2023. So years from now, this may or may not be, you know, they may be called different things. But as of today, what's the general difference between LSA and pay-per-click? Yep. So an LSA ad essentially takes your Google My Business listing and it promotes that listing for users to be able to find you. So this is why it's called local service ads. It's essentially that listing is only relevant to people who are searching for cleaning companies near them or within you know your phone, everyone's phone's GPS. And when they search, it knows where you are. And so it's gonna bring up cleaning companies that are around your area that's gonna promote. And so you get an ability to be able to show your listing to those people who are searching for that. A pay-per-click ad is a, and you've probably seen these before, they used to be called salmon ads, which is like when it had like a little yellow tint to the background. Now they just say ad underneath them, but they tend to just be in the search and it's it's text. And so it's the headlines that you write to entice someone to click your headline from a, a series of competitors who are also bidding for those same people. 
So the difference, the main difference is one is visual and has the reviews and the pictures and the way that a customer enters into your world changes because they're coming through that listing where a pay-per-click, they would go to a landing page or a website and then be able to interact with you from there. One of the, and real quick, one of the also the main differences is with a pay-per-click, you pay, you pay per click and in a LSA ad, you are going to pay per lead. And typically I would prefer to pay for the close, you know, ideally we could pay for a sale. If we can't do that, we'll pay for a bid. Right. If we can't do that, we'll pay for a lead. If we can't do that, we'll pay for a click. So conceptually, I always want to pay for the thing closest to the end of the funnel. Um, that said, typically they get to be more expensive the closer to the end of the funnel you get. All right. So really, in my opinion, and I'll let you expand if you want, Jared, there's two questions. Well, which is quote unquote, the better lead, which is wildly unfair, but I'll let you answer it however you want. Second, which is the better deal, right? I want to say, which is cheaper. Cause it's like, well, <laughs> cheaper, you know, the only advertiser that's is expensive is the one that doesn't work, right? No matter how much you spend, if you get a positive return, it's good. That said, I want to lay a little caveat of some of this is going to be shaded by the quantity and quality of your reviews. So obviously keep in mind the Jared's response will assume is regular reviews. You've got some reviews are generally good. If you have 4,000 reviews and your average rating is 4.8 and a half, you're probably going to weigh yourself a little heavier towards the local service ads where that's the first thing they see. If you've got three reviews with a, you know, two, five stars and one, one star, and it's an average of three stars or whatever that would be, you're going to consider that when making this decision. So we'll go forward, assuming you've got 10 or 50 reviews and they're somewhere in the four-star range. So not something spectacular that would make it amazing and not something terrible that's going to hurt you. That said, for that universe of people, which hopefully is the majority, which would you, what are the strengths and weaknesses kind of of price and quality um, is for a very big general unfair question? Yep. No, we'll take it on. So, yeah, exactly what you said is 100% right, is that your your focus is going to change based on what you're advertising. So one is going to go to a profile, one's going to go to a website. And so what you have displayed is going to make a big difference in what you're doing. But overall, um, I would say that, well, this is what, well, I can answer that how I would do it. And then I can answer based on situations. So Jared, who's a digital marketer, who, and let's just say I buy a cleaning company tomorrow. Oh, and, and really quick, just, we should, we should probably start. I just assume everyone knows Jared. They don't. So for those of you guys, who's Jared? Why would I care? Um, <laughs> and I'm going to make up what I know to be true about you. And if I, if I lie, please correct Let's me. just keep it. Be interesting. Uh, yeah. Just um, spent millions of dollars uh, online in paid traffic um, for us. I can't speak for yeah, you. I was going to say, that's just for you. Yeah. Um, very positive ROI for us. I'm assuming you didn't scam everyone else and just give us the good stuff. So I think generally it'd be fair to say spent with a positive return on investment, millions of dollars for other, uh, agencies he's worked, not with the word agency, but other people he's worked for certainly for ourselves. And then directly to a smaller degree, because most of what he spends for us is for us, but he's also helped our clients. So just so you know, there's a lot of people that are like, I'm an expert in this. Cause I got a certification and they you know, are trying to get your business by telemarketing because they really don't know how to convert leads using paid advertising. So Jared, uh, for better or for worse, you know, for a homeless guy that, you know, not super good looking, a little slow of brain, you know, all, all his weaknesses, 
but it's, I do have great lighting. He did tell me my lighting is great before the YouTube video. Yeah. For those of you missing, uh, you know, that on the podcast, check out the YouTube. It's a, uh, you know, I've got a very boring, like, this is my office. I just sit down. Jared's got like a well lit thing. It looks super like we should only record podcasts this time of day. Like it's really working yeah. for it. All right. So Jared, short answer, Jared's not a guy who's read some books and is giving you his opinion from that perspective. He's a guy who spent made millions of dollars and giving you his perspective from, or his opinion from that perspective. Please continue. Well, now that the stage is set, a lot of yeah. pressure. <laughs> all right. That's all the time we have, guys. Good podcast. <laughs> um, so this is what I would do. If I bought a cleaning company tomorrow, um, I would run both to start. And the reason I would run both is that they are in different places and they are reaching different people. So the way algorithms tend to work is like they know who are more likely to click on certain things. And so Google knows who's more likely to click on a on a your business profile and the more who's more likely to be clicking on websites and whatnot. And they tend to gear, gear their algorithm towards what they know from that data. And because the way it's laid out on a page, the it's like a scrollable um, pictures that you do with LSA ads and then with actual paid ads, the PPC, it's like within the search. So the user is going to essentially see both if they scroll, if they get their local ad and then they scroll, they're going to see both. And then you can take your data and be like, this one seems to be working better for me or this one's not. So, cause there's no guarantee that I could tell that's like, this one's going to work better for you hundred percent of the time, always for every single owner of a clean company, whether you're, you're niched or how long you've been in business or your area, none of that. But what I can tell you is if you take your budget and split it, you will know that information pretty quick of what's working better for you and where you find your quality of leads coming from, and then be able to make decisions that way. Now that's my professional answer of, you need well, to hold on. Both. You're going to get into more interesting stuff, but there's, there's yep. gold to be mined in there. Two quick yep. questions. One, just to show you how ignorant I am. As soon as you said that, I'm like, well, they're going to compete with each other. And I don't want to do that. And then I made another thought. I want to make sure you check and say, yep, you're right. Um, the pay-per-click, I only pay per click right. <laughs> and the LSA I only pay per lead. So they're not going to do both simultaneously. They're going to choose with their dollars and I don't have to pay for the one they choose. So I kind of get double coverage for the same price because I only have to pay when they take one. And once they take that one, they can't possibly or realistically take the other. Is that fair? That's yeah, that's a fair evaluation. If what I wouldn't recommend you do is is run a pay-per-click ad and then a second pay-per-click ad and a third pay-per-click ad because sure. there's going to be one spot that your business is going to take before they give it to a competitor. And that's when you're outbidding yourself. But these are in two different sections on the same page. And so you're essentially, someone is saying, I am interested in an owner of a cleaning company. And you're saying, well, here's my picture and here's a headline, pick which one you want. And then as time goes by, you'll be able to know which one's more effective for you and then put your budget more into that one. So no, you're not necessarily competing against yourself. Super good nuance. Yes, mm -hmm. you're competing against yourself if you run two pay-per-click ads on the same page, right. but because they're uh, they're different, you can't have them on the same page and not compete against yourself. Correct. Good, good detail. All right, before you move on, budget. Um, if you spend it, I don't know what the minimum Google allows, but if you spend a buck a day, if that was allowed, I think you'd have to, by the time you got any data, it was worth anything, the data, would, it's almost not even worth doing it. Um, but I don't think you need to spend thousands of dollars a month. So if I've got a limited budget, what's kind of, cause if I, you know, I get a little nervous, like I only spend three or 400 bucks on this a month until I, or 500, whatever, until I get square, do I have to double my budget? Like what's kind of the minimum viable budget if I'm going to do each of these uh, as per recommendation? Yep. So with, there is a, a way on Google that you can type in your amount of leads that you want, and it will give you a recommended budget to spend on what you're doing. 
And so that's a good way to look at it because I think we tend to look at things of, well, how much money am I willing to spend? And then we give that money. But what we should do is reverse engineer what it is that our business needs and how much money it's going to take us to get there. And Google provides that tool for you. So if you were, what I tend to recommend is that you're going to want somewhere between 15 to 20 leads a week. And that's not just for your business, but for your ads. If you're getting less, every time you get a lead, the algorithm gets smarter on what it's doing. It gets better, it gets more efficient, and you end up saving money in the long term of what you're doing. Real quick, Cleaning Nation, if you can think about how you found out about this podcast, maybe a tweet, a Facebook message, iTunes search, some sort of Instagram post, the only way we grow is word of mouth. We don't do paid ads, we don't run ads. You are it. The only ask I have is if you're getting value, share the love. However you found out about this, if it was a review or post, whatever it is, do that. Pay it forward so the next cleaning company owner can change their life as well. Back to the show. If you're getting low quality leads or, or not enough leads, the algorithm isn't getting fed enough and it's still kind of throwing spaghetti against the wall trying to figure it out for an extended period of time. The faster you can get data to your ad account, the more effective it is. And so I, the advice I usually give is to get somewhere between 15 to 20 leads when you're starting out. So that way the algorithm being fed. And then from there, you can scale your budget according to what you want. So it's, I'm of two minds because I'm completely putting on my marketer shoes and couldn't agree more, Jared, with you. And then putting on the shoes of our clients who are going right. to have a different perspective. So mm-hmm. for my two cents, a thousand percent. And that's how we do it, by the way, Jared, you know, I never... I don't think I've ever choked Jared's budget when he's like, Hey, I need a certain amount to be effective and I can spend less, but you're just going to be wildly less effective because there's there's not enough data giving to whatever it is, Facebook, whatever algorithm to that's trying to learn and get you better leads. If you Mm -hmm. don't give enough juice, it can't, it can't figure that out. You know, if you get one lead and you'd be like, all right, I want more of these. It's like, well, I don't know what that means, but if you get a hundred and you're like, of these hundred, I want these 17, I want more of these. That's, that's helpful. So what, typically for a cleaning company, because you're talking about leads and I get it. So here's the thing. Yes. A thousand percent. I'm like, if you get a positive return on investment, your marketing budget is infinite, right? If I put a dollar in and I get $2 out, I should, the only question I should ask is how many dollars can I put into this game before it it shuts down? That said, typically when we start, we don't put a dollar in, we put a dollar in and worst case, get data. Well, worst case, we put a dollar in getting a hundred dollars or 500, get data out, ignore the data and our money's wasted. Um, worst case that we would recommend is you put a couple hundred bucks in, you get data, you learn, and you, you do something different with the next couple hundred bucks and you keep right. iterating. That said, yes, if you've got a funnel that's working that you trust, I'm always like, scale it up, scale it up, scale it up. But when we start that first couple hundred, couple thousand, you tell me we don't have something that works and that money's, I don't want to say at risk, it's likely to return you a negative return on investment or, um, some combination of data in a negative return on investment. So how do we, yes, if I'm doing, you know, if I got a half million, million dollar cleaning company and my marketing budget is four five, six grand a month, we're square. But if I'm doing 10 grand, I'm like, ah, 600 bucks a month scares the bejesus out of me. Well, even if that's quote unquote, the right answer, if, if I'm just emotionally or financially not there, what say you? So if someone comes to me with a tight budget and says, I'm willing to spend somewhere between three, four, $500 a month, and stuff. I tend to say to them, I look at their Google My Business listing and tend to say, go this direction because there's there's way less variables that can throw you off from a PPC. From a PPC, it's all about your landing page and your headlines, and that's what's going to lower your cost. 
with an LSA ad, it it's just your listing. You don't really have any edit. There's nothing you like, you can't compel them to click on you other than here's my reviews, here's my business, here I am. And so because you have less control, it is, it's more consistent. It's not based on how well you're performing, but just how well your service is. And so if you can put a budget towards that of 200, $300, $400 a month, you, the, the only issue I have with LSA ads is that they're going to be call ads or message ads. And so your phone is going to be ringing and you can't necessarily control, you know, you might be at lunch and your phone's ringing and whatnot. But if you're, if that, if you're, if that's your budget, then that's the lifestyle that you're going to have until you have more clients that you don't need to be on call on your phone all the time. You know, it's ringing. I got to go answer my phone right now. So for me, I would say you can spend somewhere between 265 $300 a month and get eight leads a week coming from that, for example. Which and, is very cheap leads in my humble right. opinion. Okay. Yeah. And there are going to be these phone leads and they're going to be people coming, Hey, I got to, you know, this, and you're just going to have to kind of be ready for that. And that's kind of the downfall of them. But with a smaller budget, that can be something that can turn a profit for you quickly. Okay. And Jared was just about to move on, but I want to say one last thing. You're always going to spend time or money guys. Um, and even money is just buying other people's time. So all you're buying with these leads is Google's like, we spent however many decades and billions of dollars amassing the attention of people and understanding data about them as opposed to you do it. You could do that. You could go out into the world and be like, who owns a house? Who owns a business? Who wants it? It's just time. So you're, you're really just buying time. If you have no money, then you shall put your own time in. If you have money, you can buy other people's time. So right. same thing with the phone calls. You're like, I don't want to do that. Great. Pay someone else that's trained to handle those calls to do that. But if right. you're like, I can't spend 300 bucks on Google ads, you're probably not going to have the money to pay someone to do that. So right. all of this, if you have a problem that requires money and you have money, you do not have a problem. If you prior, have a prior problem that requires money, you do not have money, then you're going to throw some time at it. If you have a problem that requires money and you don't have money, and you're not going to spend time. Maybe you should get a job. <laughs> that right. would be my, that's my two yeah. cents. All right. Go ahead. Honestly, my, if I, yeah, there's a difference between growing your cleaning company and scaling your cleaning company. And so I think that this is a scenario where you are growing your cleaning company. You're getting leads, you're on the phone, you're closing stuff, you're getting business. This is great, but you can't really scale with that. And so exactly what Mike's saying, like you need to get into a spot where you can learn those systems and learn that you can't clone yourself and that you're best used in scaling your cleaning company, not necessarily in the process of the day to day side. And so this can kind of trap you there, but what your goal would be to get out of that so that you can have higher results without being bogged down by it. Which t- ties into what we talked about at the beginning of the call uh, or beginning of the podcast is you can run ads and get quote unquote a positive result on Google or Facebook or whatever. So there's kind of the three levels, the lower levels, I put in money and getting back. That's not great. We, that's what we're here to help you with. Second level is I hustle and hustle and hustle. And as long as I hustle and hustle and hustle, I can grow. And on commercial, that can look like phone calls and networking events and blah, blah, blah for residential. It's this kind of thing where I've got a lot of calls or I'm in Facebook groups or whatever. Good to get some money, but it's not going to get you freedom. And the trick is most people do that and they don't know how to make enough money where they can get to the next level where they can actually scale and be like, okay, now I can have this thing operate independently. So just hopefully you guys are seeing how this one little advertising piece or client attraction systems nest within scaling your business and nested within the client attraction piece is the paid advertising and nested within that is Google and nested within that is local service versus uh, paid ads. So don't think if I just get this right, I'll have a million dollar business. Or if I can't get this right, I'll never have a million dollar business. This is just 
one piece of your puzzle. Okay. You were about to turn the page before I diverted you when you kind of gave the overview of LSA versus, uh, you know, kind of running them at the same time. By the way, for all marketing and all time, the right answer is always to test it. So Jared's answer about this is doing both is, you know, we can give you our opinion, which might be better than the average bear, but still going to be wrong compared to I tested it and here's the data I got. So part two, go Jared. Yeah, I think that well, I, realistically, yeah, I think once you've tested both, you have your data and then you can make a decision from there. But realistically, and it's kind of what we talked about, if you are penny pinching or you're just at a stage of like, hey, this is the much as I'm willing to spend, just give me as much as I can and I'm willing to do what I can. I think LSA ads are great for you there. But when it and I want to make this I want to point this out as well, that currently LSA ads are really geared towards residential and not commercial. So this is probably a big disclaimer if you're a commercial like, oh, shot in the gut. Because the way LSA ads works is you select the industry that you're in. And there isn't an industry of commercial cleaning, but there is for residential cleaning. And so you wouldn't be able to select. And we did test with one person who was willing to test it for us. Hey, if you put house cleaning, but you're commercial, does this still work? And we didn't get the results that we were hoping for from there. And so we're still PPC with commercial cleaning, with LSA based on budgets, we tend to lean more towards especially if they have great Google, my business profiles, we tend to go through there. And then the only thing that's needed from there is an insurance check that you have employee, that your employees are insured. So there's a little green mark you get next to your business. And then that's a really great thing to have because that's what's going to move you up and Google's going to trust you. Beautiful. Um, okay. Any other, I'm trying to think of uh, anything else people need to know when it comes to, and I will give you kind of one piece generally piece feedback on commercial versus residential and then i'll let you close however you see fit jared um i think a lot of people want you know same thing with this call they want to answer which is better local service ads or pay-per-click and it's it's really a nuanced answer there is no this it's like well hold on and hopefully we've had a bit of a nuanced conversation that gives you guys the context to make an educated decision same comes with residential and commercial, like, which is better. It's like, well, if one was better, I promise we would only coach one. Like if, if it was like commercial is really the one we wouldn't coach residential, not the truth. A lot of people I think think commercial sexier or better or whatever. I want a bigger business. Like, yeah, yeah. I would say if you want to build a $10 million company, it's going to be really hard with a maid service unless you're very wide geographically. But other than that, in terms of profit or how much money you make or whatever, they're similar. So mm-hmm. that said, when we come bring that back to paper clear or uh, paid ads, overreachingly and i again for obviously for local service ads if it just doesn't work it doesn't work but um or i shouldn't say if it doesn't work if google's not set up for that yet right again january 2023 maybe six months from now google will have added a commercial clean right you know hopefully we'll let you know when they do yeah but for sure we'll we'll jared now hop on do another one um that said the difference i have found is for the residential it's a little more scalable in that if you're paying 30 bucks a lead and half your leads turn into bids at 60 bucks a bid and half your bids turn into sale, that's $120 a sale. And I'm not saying these are perfect numbers. I'm just trying to do easy math. You're like, well, my average client's 300 bucks. I pay 150 for, you know, cost of goods sold. I make 150 bucks in my first month. If you do it, like we tell you in charge in advance and, uh, you know, only cost me $120. I'm, I'm golden. Um, good. And it's much more scalable in terms of like, okay, if I do $100, I get this and $500 of this, and it's very scalable and everything. It's a very nice, smooth line. With commercial, not worse, just different. It works a little differently in that you might get two ads, two two leads this month, and none turn into bids. And the next month, you get one lead, and it turns into bid, and it's a sale, but it's only $800 sale. And the next month, you get seven leads, but only two bids and no sales. 
And then the next month, you might, holy crap, I got the one of the leads I didn't think turned into bid three months ago, now turned into bid, and that's 50 grand a year. So holy, so it's it's not a nice smooth line. It's real jagged. <laughs> like you might lose or make negative or no profit or small profit or negative ROI for two, three months, but then holy crap, you get one month that pays for the whole year. And that's not as fun of a, I'm not saying it can't be as profitable. It's just not as fun of a road to travel. Is that fair? Oh yeah, super fair. Cool. Last thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to let Jared end it how he sees fit, is focus on the results, not on the lack of results. So a lot of times, say I come and I spend a thousand bucks a month and I get, gosh, I don't know, 50 leads. I don't know what that would be. hundred. No, probably two, 300 leads. I get a lot of leads from that. And of those leads, 40% are one-time cleans or they're commercial or dry cleaning or whatever. And I scream at my ad manager or Google or God or whoever I choose to have my beef with that this is no good. And the reality is you got to look at all we got to look at is ROI, right? I love our own business as a perfect example. We get about 300 to 300 hundreds of applications depending on the month per month. And we'll, we do very, very well. And we'll take a dozen or so clients. So if you looked at the negative, holy crap, that's, you know, 96% or whatever the thing is, we, we doesn't work. Um, well, fine, but let's look at what does work and if we're making any money. Um, so for you guys, don't focus. Now, if you're getting a negative ROI because 90% of the leads are quote unquote no good, sure, we need to change that. But if 50% of the leads are no good, but you're making wild amounts of money on the 50%, my first goal would be to make spend more money secondarily or tertiarily, like, sure, if we can get a higher percentage of good leads, that's fine. But I don't want to be like, because the best way to get 100% leads that are 100% great is only referrals or only whatever, but it's not scalable. So the more you scale, the less percentage wise, your quality of leads is going to hit and turn into bids. Just make sure as long as the bids are paying the bills, don't get too uptight about throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And like, I want 90% of my leads to turn into bids. Well, yeah, you might only get a third of the bids, which is going to cost you money. So that concept I wanted to hit. Jared, what am I missing? What do you want to add? What does Clean Nation need to know before we go? No, I think that those are those are great ending words. Yeah, the only the only part that I feel like if you know you want to know about LSA ads is that the it, they're super easy to set up, and if you just go to Google and type in LSA ads, you'll see the process to walk through, and it's it's really simple. You could be up in fifteen minutes. Well, maybe not fifteen minutes because you need to get your insurance check, but after that. You can be up really quick. It's probably one of the easiest ad platforms out there right now. Which is nice because that's, uh, you know, with just pay-per-click, it was, you know, a little expensive and it was a little good, but a little trickier with, you know, negative Mm -hmm. keywords, you know, it took a little longer. So good job, Google. All right, guys. um, If this is helpful and you're like, well, that was good, but I, you mentioned all this other context and I do have other things and that's not all. GrowMyCleaningCompany.com, over 900 podcasts. Um, there's a 15,000 member Facebook group we administrate. There's the uh, on-demand training, which is probably the best 40 minutes we've got. All free. Check it out. GrowMyCleaningCompany.com. See you there. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me. But like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing. Share with a friend. Share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431. 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.